Good morning on uh, family day here in Toronto. I'd like to uh, add something to that. I'm not sure if we'll get the uh, uh, the approval across the uh, across the country, but I'd like to call it Happy Friends Who Become Family Day as well. That's something that has uh, been a very steady theme for me over the 20 years I've been doing this. Um, I can uh, count numerous times, and I'm right here on the streets of Toronto. You can hear life behind me. Um, that's how this uh, has to happen for me for it to be real. So I can recall numerous times where this particular situation has happened for me. So what I want to do today is make sure that you guys understand what that means to me and by all means celebrate your families and celebrate the friends who have become family and you probably have people in your life like I do that have uh, has, that have sort of uh, entered your life for whatever reason could be uh, through friendships through work whatever and some of these people have and these are strangers by the way they could be complete strangers you meet uh, tomorrow and that, that's usually the way I say this. Someone you might meet tomorrow might have better intentions for you than people you've known your whole life. So forget that don't talk to strangers crap. Talk to the people who, as you get older, you'll understand what I mean by this. As you get older, you'll be able to sense the people who are in it for them. And within a few minutes, you sort of just keep walking and that's okay. But there are some who are genuinely going to be your best allies and, and literally the people who um, I would say have uh, been instrumental in any success I've achieved has to do with having the right people around you. It's been said that the five people you spend the most time with is who you are. So take a, you know, take a few minutes or, you know, an hour, sit down with your notebook, which I hope all of you have, because I don't care how far technology has come. If you didn't write it down, it is not a goal. It's a dream. Dreams are nice. Good to have them. Great to have them. It's not good to just have dreams. It's good to have goals. And goals have to be in writing. And not just writing, but your handwriting. So if you understand what I mean by that, when you write the goal, there's a connection that goes back thousands and thousands of years to when the written word was first begun and writing down that goal in your writing as bad as it might be and trust me no one's going to do anything with any of my journals i've been keeping journals um, since the 90s i've got all of them still uh, and the reason i i have them is because they sort of help me see uh you know what i was thinking at that time and uh, i've made notes on what worked what didn't work um, what goals I had in my life and a lot of them have come true because of the fact that I wrote them down I wasn't just dreaming about them that, that's you know that's where it begins so take today to celebrate that take today to uh, call a few people that uh, mean something to you uh, could be a call could be a text whatever language is by the way uh, is how this works it doesn't there's no right or wrong way to connect with people that mean something to you there's no 
nothing wrong with texting them, nothing wrong with emailing them, as long as it's a genuine email. It's not just a, you know, sort of a um, un, unthought of mass email to uh, 500 people, because um, sadly that's a synonymous thing in real estate. And um, in some cases, for certain data, it does come in handy, but when it comes to personal messages, um, I kind of like to stick to my theory of making it as personal as possible when I send someone a message rather than do it on an automated level. So, um, and today's a working day for me, by the way. So whoever's listening, if you guys are in the process of uh, sitting down with the family and thinking maybe it's time for a move, maybe the uh, house got a little smaller um, over the winter, A lot of people have been inside more, so I'm getting a lot of phone calls about, um, you know, just needing to move up a little bit, and I can't recommend that enough. Because of what's going on right now, because of the way um, uh, Toronto and the GTA is growing, and perhaps even the way your family's growing. So even if you have either kids who are young, or perhaps, um, you know, seniors, that you live with, that are in your family. Think about the potential of being the one in control of the rent prices. I've said this many times and I'll say it here again. The only true rent control is for you to control the rental, meaning that if you own the property, and hopefully you're hearing me on this, if you own the multifamily property, the one with three, four, potentially five usable rooms uh, that you can um, use, even if it's just for family or for income potential, obviously that's uh, you know a different conversation, but you can decide on the details later. My biggest recommendation right now, just because, and it's not exclusive to Toronto, it's definitely um, happening on the outskirts as well, so the biggest way to derail um, your, your children or your seniors, people who you care about, if you, the biggest way to derail them going into a market where they're going to have to come up with, and this isn't exaggerating at all, like $3,000 a month for a one-bedroom rental over the next 10 years is very likely. It's, uh, it's getting to the point where um, the one-bedrooms are now in the 2000s. Um, and and going up and most of the ones I deal with now uh, one and two bedrooms are in the high 2000s so by the time you're 10 year old which I have one or by the time you're you know older parent a senior uh, needs a place to live and they don't own a property this will be you looking out for them and I know a lot of you think this way but you're not acting on it you're talking about it and it's a nice theory but you're not doing anything about it. Do something about it. Do something about it now. This also means that if you need to have five people on title to get the mortgage, do it. Do whatever you can to control the rental. That's the only way I can tell you, and I'm I'm embracing you guys. Every single one of you listening in Toronto and the GTA, and maybe other areas will uh, hear me on this, but I'm embracing you as friends who have become family even without knowing you and I hope you understand this is coming from a good place. I don't want you having no options. I certainly don't want my children having no options. 
I don't want the seniors in my family having no options. So I say the same thing, I, I say the same thing to them when we're sitting down for dinner. And if you'll understand that my, uh, my side is an Italian background, my wife's side is a Scottish and English background. So the arguments and the, uh, the interesting topics we cover are, are epic, they're legendary. And um, I, don't, I definitely by no means try to take over the conversation, but I do try to make sure people know, uh, even my teenage nieces understand the reality of preparing for the future and leverage and understanding how money works because no amount of classes, not even if they've implemented it in school, none, no implementation of classes is going to explain compound interest. And this is, this is to me one of the biggest mistakes going in the system is that there are children, and I mean children, graduating high school that have no idea how a mortgage works, don't know the difference between amortization or compound interest, don't know what these, those, those, those things are, definitely don't understand how debt works. Because I know for a fact in the 90s when I started in my journey, everything I learned was self-learned. It had to be. I, I, there's no way I learned any of it from school on any level. So this isn't to say that education is not important. I just think there's a lot of distractions in the system, meaning things that have to be taught. So you might be really good at mixing chemicals and, uh, you know, I won't joke about this too much, but if you're looking for a career in that, uh, there might be a lot of good opportunities. But the other side is um, you might just be someone who needs to know uh, those details and you don't uh, or you can't afford to skip that. So I don't want to let you skip out on something that important. So I hope you're hearing me today on Family Day and friends who have become Family Day because again, it's a really important message. So uh, have a great day, enjoy the rest of your day, but really um, think about what your goals are, where you want to end up in the next decade, um, because it starts now. And hopefully, uh, I'd love to be a part of that on some level, uh, sitting happily in the producer or the director chair is, is fine by me. You won't see me up on any billboards. You won't see my face on your front lawn when I'm selling your house to help you get to the next place. It's not about me. The focus is going to be on you, on the community, and on your future and making sure that you uh, make the right decisions um, that, that are best for you and that you have a, you know, a really good chance um, at uh, you know, having the future that you uh, deserve and that uh, you should have. So thanks for tuning in today and have yourselves a great one.